what we're gonna have to talk about this episode, quite honestly. Like I'm thinking about it. Like I was um, thinking about it earlier because like I'm a bit bare. Yeah, also <laughs> also I just feel like after every time you leave after we record, I'm like, fuck, I meant to talk about this and that and this and that. And I don't know where those things are right now. Mm. But I'm gonna make an effort to find them because okay. I feel like um they're worthy of having a conversation. That's um, fair. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go the intro. Right okay, now. great. Okay, cool. Lovely. Okay. Um what are the song themes? What's the theme? Last week somebody wrote in and they said it, they wanted it to be like shower, songs you listen to in the shower. Remember? It was like shower themes. You song. already did that. No, we didn't. You said yours was Rico Nasty. No, I said I usually listen to a lot of Rico Nasty, but we had done something before I actually read that. Remember I had like read it? Like, we, oh, did we'll Kanye. Do it we did Kanye. Okay, 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 okay. What are songs that we listen to in the shower? Yeah. This is very random, but, like, I have a playlist that I made for, like, getting digged down. Hilarious. Because I really she like these songs. The I'm just... I like it. Anyway, made this playlist. Never use it for actually getting digged down. I use it for the shower. I mean, the shower, like, whoa! It feels like a lot of pre-planning to be like, oh, oh, stop. Gotta put on the playlist. I've done it before. I've literally, like been very pre-coital and been mm. like before we really get into things hot and heavy let's put on some music i hate that word coital i know something <laughs> about that word is so uh, like ugh. but like i don't know for me it's like it's nice to have some background noise i'm not saying i need it all the time i'm saying mm. like sometimes it's nice to like set a mood sure yeah that's just that's just me mm. um so what are these songs are we humming those songs yeah. okay Great, I'll pick one of them. Go ahead. Okay. What is what are yours? Is there a theme for you, or it's just like whatever's on your spirit? It's whatever it's on my spirit. Okay. Am I going? Yeah. That one's. I know this song. You know that I know she knows the song. I know this song. She knows the song. Okay, go ahead. Do it again. Okay, can you give me a hint? Um, it's rap. You okay, used to be such a fan, such a stan of this person. Yeah, I've really gotten into her as of late. As of is it her? No. Oh my god, I know who it is. Who is that? Um. It's Nicki Minaj. Yeah. It's that, like, because I be that baddie beat. Good I form, mean, yes. Uh, yes, yes. That song I love is that song. good. <laughs> I love that song. Yes. Also a song I do in Zumba. <laughs> do you? <laughs> really? Yes. Somebody I tell put me Zumba you go good to. Form. She used to be, like, a video girl. So she's very much into the urban scene. Sold on the Zumba class. It, I, I enjoy it, quite honestly. She does do a lot. Um... All right, I'm gonna do one from this uh, playlist. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of something that you would know. Yeah, please. Okay, relax. Please. please. All right. Um. 
Doja or Kalani. I would not do it to you. I'm. No, you wouldn't know that. I don't know why you didn't try it. I don't know why you went through that one. That's funny to me. Um, okay. Um, fuck. These songs are really hard to hum. Ugh, okay. okay. Thought of unknowns on her pre-coital list. This is. I was gonna do Summer Walker. It's oh. just very hard to hum a yeah, Summer you Walker can't song. Hum a, That's what you, I'm saying. Like you would know this song. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, so I'm... Because a lot of her songs sound quite similar. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like... Even though I really enjoy her, they are quite similar sounding. Yeah, okay. Um, This is harder than I thought. Perhaps I won't do this okay. playlist. That's fair. But I do listen to it in the shower. I'll pick another playlist that I listen to in the shower. Okay. Um, Camille loves your playlist. Oh, my throwback playlist? She and you, I have two of your playlists. She absolutely loves them. She's just like, oh, I love these playlists. I'm like, all right. I stand. I'll, I'll pass on the info. I appreciate it. Yeah. I love when like I play a playlist and people are like, who's, who's doing playlist this? Is this? <laughs> my aunt has been like trying to get my playlist for like over a year. And I was like, girl, you, all you have to do is ask me for it. Yeah. She was like, oh, I thought it was like special or something. I'm like, no, you no, can you actually just, just have it. it. Yeah. Um. All right. Damn, you really made it hard when you said no Kalani. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kidding. Knew it. Um. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. 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 Mm. Okay. Mm, no. Never mind. <laughs> okay. 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 And I know this song. Oh, you know this song. I, I did the first verse. No, you're gonna tell me. That was so random. That was Sweet Life by Frank Ocean. The best song wasn't the single. See, I love Frank, but he's but another one that's kind of hum hard to hum for me. But you caught on. I mean, when you add for, I was like, this sounds familiar, but I love that album. I got like R and B soul, and I was like, no. I mean, it's, he does great music. He's just a yeah, hard to hummer. He's one of the things he's I a, listen to when I'm in the shower. Very that's fair. chill. It's very relaxing. Um, we don't approach shower time the same as we can see. Yeah, because <laughs> I would never think you're listening to good form in the shower. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> at the gym, but like <laughs> not when I'm washing my ass. <laughs> but you know, just to each saying. their own. To each their own. Okay. Pop culture. Poopity poop. Mm. Um, see, I don't want to talk about the obvious things as of yet. All right, let's just go here. <laughs> so Kanye is set to hold his first presidential campaign event in South Carolina. Oh, man. On Sunday. I don't know if they meant this Sunday or I'm assuming they meant next Sunday. I just... This just seems like such a bad choice mm. for him all around the board. And then I heard Caitlyn Jenner asked to be his running mate. And it's just like, I don't want to talk about the Kardashians. It's just a lot going on. Um, 
Just yeah, I don't know. Don't know. He's making it very hard for me to support his earlier work. Not really. I'll support it regardless. But yeah, it's hard. I was listening to we were when we were driving to um the aquarium. Yeah, I was like listening. I think driving to or coming from we. I was like looking at his albums, like playing some music. But I was like, damn, like this is making me upset. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It, it just does. Mm-hmm. Um, August Alsina dropped his song Entanglements. Mm. I have not listened. Have you listened? No. Maybe we'll listen and then review next week. Do we have to? I mean, I think we should. I think we should attempt. Did you um Did you read his interview with Vulture? No. Where he responded to Did he agree? Yes. Like he said it wasn't an entang- it was an entanglement. He said if you look up like the definition of entanglement, that's exactly what it was. And he's like, I wasn't like preying on some man's husband. I wasn't taking advantage of blah blah blah. But like Nigga, yes you were. Uh, I was gonna say, like, wouldn't you say that? Like wouldn't yeah, you because like, like my when- thing is is like when he talks about the situation, it's very much like it was one of the best experiences of my life. Like, it's over, but, like, I love... I was in love with her. I've, that's the person I love the most, blah, blah, blah. Like, he talks about it in a positive light. So why would you... Right. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when those, like, middle school or high schoolers get caught sleeping with the teacher, and they're like, we were in love. They never took advantage of me. Nigga, yes, they did. What are you talking about? Yeah. Where are you coming from? Of Agreed. course they did. Agreed. Like, you are not in a mental position to make any great decision for yourself. Neither is August Alsina. Just because niggas let you keep your rights don't mean that you should. Like, somebody should be having a proxy for your, like, mental health care. Because you sound fucking Looney Tunes. I just... And the way you lashed out at Kiki Palmer for doing absolutely nothing. He said you could possibly never, shorty. Like... Or sh- uh, I don't like... I don't like shorty. it it's, It was shorty. He said shorty. Like, I also don't like people to say that either. Like, from a time past, leave it back there with, like, I don't know, Aaliyah and the Pepe jeans. We are done with this. Goddamn. But, I, I mean, talk about, like, taking, I don't know, projecting your issues onto somebody else. All she said was, was the truth. Don't know what you're looking for. Like... My good sir. She literally relax. said, never happened. Thanks for reaching. And you, he was like, um... And, like, had multiple posts about it. Like, sir, you weren't in an entanglement with her. It's it's just too much. Hey, you. Yeah. Big Sean spoke on Naya Rivera. Okay. Um, I'm not reading all of this. Not because, like, it's not quite nice. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to explain yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Said, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Thank you for blessing us with your talent and presence. Mm-hmm. Called her a hero. He's grieving and in shock. And he's out here talking about, oh, he must really forget. I don't, he must really regret. I don't fuck with you, nigga. Like, shut up. He made that song at a very specific point in his fucking life where she was big bugging. And I know people still don't talk ill of the dead, but she was bugging. Like, okay, I had this exact, and I'm saying exact conversation yesterday in the car, and I had the exact same reaction, which is why I know that we're best friends <laughs> because I literally was like, first of all. He wrote that post or whatever, and, like, niggas was like, oh, like, I bet you regret that shit, right? And so, old boy was like, well, he didn't have to write that song, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but why not? Like, niggas be in their feelings, too. Niggas be wanting to make a song. Like, just because you made a song does not... Like, he made that song years ago. You can make a song about somebody and not feel the same way a couple years later. Right. Like, let him be... 
He was a, a person in his feelings in that moment, and he made a song. Niggas fucked with it when it came out because she was alive. Right. Now, people love that, that song. she's not here, people are like, well, he you never should have wrote it. That. Why? Because, because like, everybody has somebody they thought of when they sang that song. Exactly. So what are y'all the talking fuck about? Like, shut up. And, like, I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people who's like, don't speak ill of that. Like, no, don't be going in and shit because they can't defend themselves. But, like, they broke up and, like, sis kept that wedding day and still got married, like, a month later to some other nigga. That's weird. That was wild. Yes, I was very like, sad well, situation. So people are like, well, how was she bugging? I'm like, okay, first of all, like, she was bugging. She was, like, being doing a lot on the social media. She and was. Things, and she he was, was responding. Number one, they're like, well, how do you know? I'm like, in the song, he says, I see you got a new man. I see you taking a pic. I see you posting it up. You make you think you're making me sick. Like, he's clearly speaking to the I'm fact that, like, I see what song. you're trying to like, do. But I still think you're bonkers. And I don't want to fuck with you. Right. What is the issue with somebody? Right. Expect, like, I don't get and it. And to be I fair, that it. marriage lasted all but two seconds. There was something off. I'm sorry. And I think that about a lot of Something's a little bit off with you i'm like get out of here with this bullshit like he said what the fuck he said i don't feel no way about that song he made it at a very specific time point very sad that she died but why should he regret that song first of all he didn't even have to put out no motherfucking post y'all ain't never been together okay so that's what old boy said too he was like i would not even have posted about her like if i wrote a song about her and i'm like but why not like i'm not I'm not saying he should have or he shouldn't have. I'm just saying, like, what's but, the right. problem? But you did have love for each other at one point. Mm-hmm. You were engaged and planning to spend the rest of your lives together at one point. Sure the were. fact that they died is something that should be incredibly shocking. If you with somebody... I'm sitting here talking about Kobe's death was shocking. I ain't know that nigga. Oh. You can't be shocked by, by your ex-fiance Thank dying, you. especially Thank the you. way that they died. Mm-hmm. Like... Y'all get off this man page with that bullshit. He was nice enough to make a post and share his feelings. Like and it was, off. it wasn't like it wasn't offensive. He said really nice things about her. Right. He, he said you made me a wiser man. Blah blah blah. Like bye. you can definitely write a song about somebody, be in your feelings, and realize a year or two later that you don't harbor those same fucking and feelings. Let's keep it that. It's been like five. It's been like five years. Cause like it was before she had her son. And her son's like three or four. So it they got married in 2015. They broke up in 2015 or some bullshit like that. That's five years ago. Let and it he go. he put that song out like that same fucking year or some bullshit. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, he shouldn't have done it. I don't give a fuck. Niggas have, wor- have written and produced and released worse songs than that shit. Yeah. No vast. And yeah, I have a fucking, like, a, get okay. over it. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP to John Lewis. Yes. Incredibly sad. Incredibly shocking when I... Well, not really shocking, because I remember this... It came out, like, a few weeks ago that people actually died, and they're like, false, false. So I was like, yeah, it's mad old. Yes. Um, but, you know... Agreed. Just just very sad all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Tamar. Yeah. Um attempting to commit suicide okay i just want to say like one it wasn't that shocking to me yes i when i read it i was like oh shit then i was like no i kind of could have seen that coming um so she did change her name on twitter to tamar slave braxton like sis has been going through some things and i have a serious issue with the fact that she sent a message to her family and then they shared it publicly that's a problem for oh, me. What did they share? I am a slave. I do not it own like my... It looked like a Twitter post, though. But I don't think she actually tweeted that. I think that's Let actually this one. But I don't think she tweeted it. I don't think this was ever released Okay, because when I page. know that they said that she wrote to them. But when I read that, I was like, this is a tweet. So did she screenshot it and send it I think it she to screenshot them? it okay. Okay. because this... Um... Yeah. Okay. Um, 
she says, my picture, I don't own my own life. My story is my pictures, my daughter believes. I've asked Massa to set me free. I'm threatened and punished for it. The only way I see out is death. I will choose that before I continue to, I'm assuming she meant live like this. Please help me. Um, I'm not going to be, like, I'm not in any way. to say about it. I'm not in any way trying to be, like, disrespectful, but I feel like this is very on brand for Tamar. Like, to me, she's very, like, melodramatic to me. Like, everything is extreme with her. From what I can um, gather. And I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm saying, like, even this is, like, dramatic to me. Like, you could easily write to your family and be like, yo, I'm going through a lot right now. I feel like my life isn't even my life. I'm living for the TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why are you using slave and massa and, like, oh, like you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. she, she always did have a flair for the dramatics. Mm. I will give you that. Um, I definitely think, though, that Tamar has always come off as one of those people who tends to be very loud and just boisterous to cover up the fact that they're struggling with a oh, lot of insecurities. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's um, why she was asking niggas if she looked like a fucking Muppet. Yeah. Yeah, like some wild, like she's, she always seemed to, and I think a lot of the women in that family seem to have some serious like mental health struggles or just personal struggles. They I don't express know. it in different ways. They do. Like I never got into the Braxton family values because I was like, yo, y'all all kind of like off and shit. Like y'all all seem like you need some serious like therapy. And I mm. mean from like Tony to that other, to the one whose name I never remember. Tawanda? Yeah. No, not Tawanda. Who's the sister? She's Trina. like a little, the little bigger and they always treat her kind of like an outside. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Tracy. Is it Tracy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, y'all all. <laughs> I know all of their names. She really did. Sorry. Jeez. I used to watch like absentmindedly. Like it would be oh. on. And like I wasn't paying attention but I knew yeah. all their names and shit. Um, yeah, it, it was just it's very sad. I hope she survives and I hope she gets the help she needs. That's really all you can yes. you can say about this. Mm-hmm. So I think the last thing to talk about, and to be quite frank, I'm not... Oh, there's two more things. I'm not fully versed on this, is um, what's going on with Nick Cannon? Hmm. I know he said something about white people being terrible and then he might have thrown in the Jews. He didn't mind. There was no money. He said black people are the real Jews. Okay. Um... I'm not going to say I even disagree with him like that. I I really don't. But I do think... This is what I feel. I feel that... You can express how you feel about the plight, the struggles of your own people without comparing it to somebody else's struggle. And and that's all I want to say. Like, I don't have a... Like, it's not that I have a problem with him saying, like, we're the real Jews. It's just, like... You can say that without saying we're the real Jews. That's it. Um, I just think that... Let me see. Wait. Let me find exactly what he said. Let me find exactly what this man said. Because I just want to be clear. Where is it? I'm not trying to scroll through Shade Room. Where's the statement, bitch? Come on, page six. Um, Nick, they just keep showing his apologetic ones, and I just don't want it. Mm. Let me see. Comments on Jews. I don't know. So essentially, 
I don't know what the fuck you said, but I do know when you mention certain communities, that's like an automatic, like you get fired. That's mm, just what mm-hmm. it is. I think that goes for, to be honest, like in today's world, it goes for the gays and it goes for the Jews. It just is like, you can't be making statements against them because no shade. They're just very powerful communities. Like, especially like in Hollywood, Jews probably control like a, a, a substantial portion. I know people will be like, "That's not the right shit to say." That's a stereotype. That's crazy. That's what not mean. But here's the thing about yes. But here's the thing about it. Like, that's a terrible stereotype to say about yourself. That your community sticks together and have been able to control a large portion of certain areas. And, uh, he's, nah. He didn't say that. He was basically saying like they control everything and like. But people have said that before. I'm. I really wish that I could like find exactly what I, he said, and I say. tried to do my Googles, but I also you're not finding it, right? Didn't find like exactly. Let me see, Nick Cannon anti-Semite comments. Let's see. Cause you know, shade room ain't shit because they post like thirty thousand fucking stories. Okay. Okay, so I see he called white people savages and animals. Okay. Yes. All right. Um. Um. This is just so much work. I know. It's just why are they burying it so deep? Um, I just want to know what he said. Is it? Uh, um, okay, I kind of found some of it. So Nick did a po- on his podcast was with Richard Professor Griff. Griffith, I don't know, somebody from a public enemy member. Mm-hmm. They said that black people are the true Hebrews and the Jews have usurped their identity when we are the same people who want, what? The same people who they want to be. That's our birthright. We are the true Hebrews. They discuss skin color and claim that people without dark skin live in fear. I'm going to say this carefully. Some, 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 some. Those without dark skin have a deficiency that have historically forced them to act out of fear and commit acts of violence or survive. Nick said they had to be savages, adding that he was referring to Jewish people, white people, Europeans. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Candace said you're speaking facts. There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to say, like, oh, I agree with all of this that's being said. And to be quite frank, I don't know enough information about, like, black Jews and the history of it. Or what Jewish people have done to the black community to be, like, informed. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Nick, you said it on your podcast. You know, like, you, you kind of do have to to stand by it in some way. It's not something that you can't... Like, you were, you're trying to make a racialized point. I don't know what the apology is for. The like, apology is because people were on his back, on his dick about it. Yeah, but, like, you knew that when was he first happen. said it, he was like, I'm not apologizing. I don't... I don't 
speak from a hurtful place. I don't speak from a hateful place. Blah, blah, blah. Then you shouldn't apologize. Well, then you shouldn't apologize. It's like laziness. Like nothing's worse when you see a politician who like doesn't know they're being recorded and calling people niggas and shit. They won't be like, sorry. You said that word mad loosely. That's not the first time you said it. Nobody accepts your apologies. Just like fucking keep moving if that's the way you want to move. Like just live in your filth and your truth. Like I, I just. Uh, I, I I hear what you're saying. It just I too feel right. like if you were bold enough to say it, bold enough to just be bold stand enough by to say it. it. Especially when you said afterwards, I'm speaking the facts and the truth and I'm not going to apologize for it. Then nigga, then don't fucking apologize for it. But like, that's not the world we live in. And also like, I was talking to old boy about it, like very like casually. And he like, at the end of the conversation, he was like, I hate cancel culture. Like I hate it so much. I do too. It's just, I don't like it either. It's, I think people have a right pick and choose who they want to listen to, who you want to support, whatever. And like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, it just seemed a bit much. I think, but I think that happens with all kind of move, movements. Like you're trying to move to make people one more accepting and like ashamed of the disgusting things they say about certain marginalized groups. Uh-huh. But then it very easily, like that line gets blurred between like, this is enough and this isn't. In terms of like, oh, now we canceling them, and I'm gonna drag up every filthy tweet they've ever said, and you know, tell them that they can never have a career and shit like that. And if you said it ten years ago, I'm still gonna cancel you the fuck for it because your opinion couldn't have changed from ten years ago. Speaking of cancel it's just culture, too much. are we gonna talk about Chrissy Teigen? Oh shit, what happened with her again? I saw it had something to do with that man who Jeffrey Epstein, but I didn't. You know, I don't like Chrissy, so I don't be really looking at her. Right. I mean, I don't look at her either. So basically, like, people had, like, dug up some kind of, like... Number one, I think she, like, was in some pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. So people were like, whoa, she's, like, she's cool with this nigga, blah, blah, blah. And I she was took like, a picture. Okay. Um, and then people found, like, tweets of her basically saying, like, I... Um, let me look at okay. <laughs> something like I love watching children like I love watching gymnastics but like seeing little girls dance around naked like I want to put myself in jail or some shit like that like yeah Chrissy, see and you know what Ugh, Chrissy she thinks she's funnier than she is you're not Dave Chappelle you're a weird looking model like sometimes I'm trying to find the, the tweets up. that she was talking about but mm-hmm. she's basically saying that um. Oh my God, she blocked one million Twitter. Accounts. Yes, goodness. Because she said that, and like something else, like um. Oh my God, I hate when I like look at things and like I don't save anything because mm-hmm. I just don't care enough. But very pedophilic. And this is the thing. I, I just think she's trying think to be she, funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think she was trying to be funny. I think she thought, like, this is funny. <laughs> um, I deleted 60,000 tweets because I cannot fucking stand you idiots anymore. And I'm worried about my family finding me talking about toddlers and Tierra in 2013. And you think you're some sort of. Yeah, she said watching Tyler's and Tiara like makes her makes herself want to put her, something like I should put myself in jail or some shit like that. Um, I mean, and something else like oh, in a mood to like watch kids, okay, do the splits or no some things. shit like no it was weird. Um, 
you know, the thing that built you up will also tear you down. And I wish I like cared more, but I can't stand Chrissy Teigen because I knew something like this would happen because she thinks she's more cleverer than she actually is. You're not funny. You're not clever. You're not interesting. And you try to do like these dark humor jokes. You're not fucking Dave Chappelle, sis. Shut up. Like you're not. Well, there it is. Well, and now, like, you this is not the first time that people have been like, "You're mad problematic, sis." Right, and people are like, "Oh, I irrationally love her." Clearly irrational. That bitch is a cunt. Like, okay, no thanks. All right. Well, what were we talking about with cancel culture? Oh, you were talking about cancel culture. Oh, I, I just, I, you know, I've never really seen it for it, and I have on multiple occasions have to defend myself for supporting people that people like in terms of cancel culture be like they're mad problematic, nigga. Like I know all the shit Azalea Banks and Chris Brown and the rest mm. of these motherfuckers have done. I don't care. Like I know, I've seen it. I peep it. You don't think people send me that shit? You still support her? Yes. And what? It's my money. I'll buy whatever the fuck I want to buy. If it's offensive enough to me, I'll stop supporting it. You don't tell me what's offensive to me. Uh, that's a great sense. Kind of just like not allowing the public to decide what's, what's problematic for no. you. No, you, you don't want me to be a sheep for the other side, but you want me to be a sheep for you. I will like whatever the fuck I want to like. And I can decide, you know what, that is offensive, but I still like your music enough to say like I can separate you from, I can separate your art from who you are. And I say that about everybody. I will separate your art from who you are. The only person I've ever canceled was R. Kelly. Because, like, and you know I held on for a long time. Because I was literally mm. like, this is starting to get, like, this is a problem. Yes. But, no, I'm not going to cancel something because somebody said an offensive tweet once 10 years ago. Or, I don't know, like, he punched that bitch in the face or whatever the fuck the story is. Like, if I like your art, if I like your music, I'm still going to listen to it. Am I going to go to your dinner party? No, nigga, I wasn't invited. Fair. Is there anything else? Um, so Chad Ochocinco. Oh, somebody asked, like, what's the secret? How do you, How stay, you stay so, so positive? positive? Was it therapy? He said, I lost my temper for once in life for three seconds, and it cost me a lifetime's worth of work. I got it all back, plus some after getting a second chance, and nothing will get me out of that happy space again. And then Evelyn Lozada, who clearly has too much time because that nigga left her, is now like, she left him. Oh, the guy she was with. Oh. The baseball player. Yeah. But did she leave? I thought I didn't know he left. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, she says, if you're gonna comment or speak on our past relationship, please speak the truth. You're too old and grown to be out here still lying. This is another thing, like uh, if I, you ain't saying you, when it happened, why you saying it now? Yeah. Or more so, like, are niggas not allowed growth? I, I don't know. Like and I know that's a very mixedy gray statement. It's a gray statement. It's a gray statement. I think she has the right to be upset about that for the rest of her motherfucking life. Mm-hmm. She does. Mm-hmm. You do. But if that nigga said, and this was what, what, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. He not allowed to say, like, I'm not laying my hands on a woman again. Like, I fucked up all those years ago. And I it think cost her thing me was, a lot, and I'm not getting there again. It wasn't that. It was that he said he lost his temper once. And she was like, only once? Like, if you're going to speak on it, speak on it correctly. I'm going to keep it a stack. What he did to her was wrong, but like, I'm not taking her word on what their relationship was like from start to finish. Oh, I don't, I don't know. What Sorry, it was. sis. I I've, just feel like. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm listen. I, I I'm sure he might have laid hands on you more than once. I'm also sure that you might have laid hands too. It's why I never cut like that Chris Brown Rihanna thing. I was that one bitch who was like, "I'm not in y'all house. I'm not gonna mind your business." 
But then when I watched his documentary and he was like, we was both hitting each other. I'm like, why are we like, there's a lot going on there. I understand where you're coming from. I know. And it's not politically correct, but I'm not going to sit here and cancel nigga because like I'm supposed to take your truth as the complete truth of your relationship. Sometimes both people do some wild shit in there. That nigga, he's more wrong because you're a football player. Your body is considered a lethal weapon and you shouldn't be putting your hands on anybody, even if she did hit you. Mm. But I'm not going to say Evelyn Lozada was like coming out squeaky clean Mm. and she didn't say some words. She got a lot of mouth on her. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I I just, I'm. Nope. Yeah. That's all I have. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Questions. Um, I don't think we have it in the Spodgebest. The Spodgebest. The website? I meant the email. Oh. Um, are there any questions on the El Tomb? No. Okay. I had a question for you, though. Okay. I have to remember it. So you can go with yours. Okay. Um, what's your favorite day of the week? Mmm. Probably Thursday. <gasps> That's mine too. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just like I, there's like a lot of anticipation. Yeah, that's exactly it. You're like, oh, the you're like so here. close you're to like so close. released. Yeah, there's and like it's like you're so excited. Like you're never as excited about Friday as you are about Friday on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, Thursday by far. Is Friday Junior, amazing. Oh. You have like such a positive spirit because you know there's only one more day. This one bullshit. more day, and like Fridays tend to be slower. Like niggas is kind of done with their work. Kind of just like waiting for mm-hmm. like five o'clock. And like, yeah, Bye. you're not excited. You're just like over. It. You're over it. Thursday. You're excited yeah. to be over. It. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, love Thursday. Yes. Um. Damn. I really had a question for you because I was like, this is a really good question, okay. and I'm gonna check my notes to see if I was smart enough to write it down. Okay. But what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, yep, I wasn't smart enough. Mm. Um, do you have any other questions? No, I just had that one this oh, week. What is your favorite? What do you miss most about work? Most about work? That was my question. Oh, um, I did like the food options that I had for lunch in the city. Mm-hmm. That's it. I miss going on walks with you. The other day, I was like, I miss walking a lot because like, you can only do so much walking in Brooklyn. Like, especially around here, like, I'm tired of doing the same walk. You know what I'm saying? But, like, and granted, we did do the same walk every time we took a walk. But it was, like, a different yeah. conversation every time. But well, I'm not that close to you. I would have picked that, but we don't work near each other I anymore. know, but that's what I miss most about, like, the it summer was, at work. Oh, yeah, because last summer, we both, we worked, like, seven blocks apart yeah. or something, We would right? just meet in the middle and just yeah, take a really long hour walk. And, and we'll then walk to Central to Park and yeah. then walk around in a circle. And now I was sad because when I moved to my office, so now I'm, like, probably 20 blocks from you. Disgusting. It's, like, it's so shit. Because, like, oh, guess I'm never going to see everyone yeah. walk in the- Yeah, when I went to my new office, I was like, oh, but I really do miss that. That's what I was going to say. Like, what nice. do you miss about going to work? I like, and also, this is random because it's not a question, but last night, I don't know why, but I was like in my head, like in my feelings or like in my thoughts about like when COVID is actually over, yeah, quote unquote, yeah. and like how things are going to be after because it's never going to be the way it was before. Right. And I kind of was like, I haven't taken the train in months. Oh my God. In months. In like how? And I was like, it's, 
and I'm not even being dramatic, it's going to be very ghetto to me. It's going on six months now. Like, I'm not going to want to, like, no. It's just very strange to me when I think about, like, a lot of the things that we do that, like, require us to be within a very close proximity of each other. I'm always like, when are we going to get back to that point? Because, I mean, people are still taking the train now, but, like, yeah. significantly, significantly less people. Significantly less, yeah. Um, which, which is, like, another, like, piece of bullshit which is like the mta is gonna raise their prices now because like nobody's fucking taking they're the MTA. poor that's not my problem that's not no i 100 percent agree that has nothing to do with they're me. talking about raising the fucking fare to nine dollars you're not serious not i for, like, saw some metro card to like for this, a one way there's no trip. way i know for a fact there's no way that that can happen like i'm gonna be quite frank with you like niggas got like i don't know like riots in their blood right now if they yeah. think they can raise to that price. Not for that shit. Not yeah. for And for those of y'all shit. who have not taken the subway, it's honestly the worst form of transport. There are moments where I'm like, I can get on the train. I'm going to walk. I will honestly sometimes just walk because it's, like, it's disgusting. Also, like, there's nothing that is uniform about, like, the MTA experience because, like, it just varies based on location is what I'm saying. Like, you're never going to get the same experience. Like, oh, yeah. you can take two different lines and have completely different experiences just because of like how they clean where it's at how much they care about the area where it's at do you know what i'm saying oh, the train in harlem disgusting so, i'm from the bronx can we just yeah okay that's, you, that's all i'm saying like uh, i used to take the train to the last stop when i went to um school like in brooklyn yeah um and i hated it because like it's the last stop it's the dirtiest stop like niggas yeah. just like throw whatever they want there and i'm like this is disgusting like so, yeah, I was thinking about getting back on the train. I was thinking about, like, going to out to eat in restaurants, like, not sitting outside, um, like, shopping malls. I was I'm thinking about honest. concerts. Like, when the fuck I'm are never concerts going to be? But, like, there's <laughs> no... You. No, sorry. I wasn't that... I didn't love them before. But, like, there's no way that... If people really are just like, I'm going to go back to everything I was doing before, y'all big bugging. I will be continuing to wear a mask. Yes. Yeah. I'm be like one of them Koreans you see on the street. That will be my life, like yeah. my lifestyle from this point on. I'm still not taking the train. I will be taking the express bus. Because honestly, it was fucking filthy before. I ain't trust y'all niggas. Like, I'm not standing with a hundred y'all in this fucking hot box of like cesspool energy. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, like, it's just a lot. So I kind of was like, this is a lot of conversation to get around to the point like what do you what do you miss most about like pre-covid times in regards to like being around people you know like it's not like i went out a lot but the times i did when i was like with you and stuff and we did like dinner mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm, brunch mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. i really enjoyed that i and, miss like, like museums and shit okay when are the museums opening back up because i'm gonna keep it a stack like that's something that you wear your mask like you go in a museum you're not really yeah like you're kind of keeping like six feet away from most niggas unless it's like a really big popular popular exhibit exhibit. like we wasn't up under each other yeah i just feel like those things are things that i miss like cultural things i I miss botanical gardens yeah how the fuck ain't that open i don't know but like also because it's in new york i feel like new york is more locked down because jersey opened their aquarium when we went oh yeah so i just think it's very but you know that's the unfortunate thing that i don't think people realize like i've been seeing people like you know i'm big i love reddit Mm -hmm. and people are like "Ooh, americans they're so fucking stupid they're all karens i'm like y'all are actually kind of the dumb ones because you don't realize that america is 50 unique countries tied together by like one federal government Mm -hmm. the reality is that i have more in common with somebody who comes from a big city whether that's like london or brussels 
hustles than I do with somebody from Mississippi. Mm. That has that's not shade. It ha- just has to do with like the values, the values, <laughs> how liberal you are, how mm-hmm. conservative you are. Like mm-hmm. abortion rights, gun rights, like mm-hmm. educational rights, LGBTQ rights are all controlled at a state level. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like New York is completely on a downtrend, and these other states are reporting a hundred thousand new cases every day. Mm-hmm. And the the fucked up thing is like you cannot control who comes into New York. Like, mm-hmm. we can be like, oh, we're all good. And then some dickhead from Flor- Florida decides, like, everybody got houses in Florida. Well, yeah. And when it started, they all went down to Florida. Mm-hmm. All them niggas could come back up. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stop them? Well, yeah. Well, that's why Cuomo was like, if you're coming here from somewhere else, you have to quarantine for 14 days. I respect him, but there's no way to control that Yeah, statement. I know. Like, it's not like Hawaii where it's like an island on its own and they're able to have very strict quarantine laws. Because, yeah. like, it's, or it's like a, there's no border. There's, yeah. Right. You know exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and on island, it's very, very different. You can, con- of course, you can control who the fuck comes into the country and where yeah. they stay at. Ain't nobody at the fucking like here. state line with the fucking thermometer. Oh yeah, <laughs> let me just. Can you move up your hat? Let me just. Uh, oh, uh, good to go. Uh-huh. Like that's not what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. I, I miss a couple things, but I'm gonna say like quarantine is. This is more so built for introverted people, and like it's not messing me up as much as it's messing up a lot of other people's feelings right but like even introverts are like struggling too because it's like there's there's a difference between like choosing to stay inside yeah. and being forced to right because like the times when you do leave the house it's because you want to and like the the thing that you're going to be doing is something you enjoy and oh, to yeah. be able to and, and not to be able to do things that you enjoy outside of your house is also like something that can eat away at you like 1,000%. old boy loves to stay inside but the fact that he cannot do like the little cultural things that we enjoy doing is fucking. Oh yeah, with him. he's just like I like I don't want to be inside all the time. Oh yeah, he's tired of taking walks. He's like I'm just tired of this. Like I want to go don't out. Do I want to go something with a purpose. Yeah, yeah. I want to go have like fun in the ways that we have fun and we can't because like niggas don't know how to fucking listen. Yesterday we got off the highway, and. You know that little park that's like a triangle park right before you go into yep. the BQE? Yep, 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 yep. Full of people. Was it? Last night. I'm not even lying. I've never seen that many people in my life in that park. Like, none of them had masks on. They were barbecuing. They had tents up and everything. Like, music playing. They were double parked Honestly? along the side. And I was like, we're never going to get rid of this shit. Oh, no. We are never going the, to get rid of this It's just going to be... Well, I was on the parkway yesterday. Full of mm-hmm. people out on those streets. I was like, damn, so y'all ain't even rocking the mask no they more. They don't even wear masks anymore. Y'all not even wearing because, masks And that's no another more. thing. Like, people think because we're in New York and we're safe, like, that we're safe. Right, but you don't know, really, like, you don't even know who coming in here. So, I have been going out, but, like, I'm religious about wearing a mask and, like, washing my hands and keeping my distance from people. Like, I'd be looking at somebody. You know you're supposed to be separated you mm-hmm. walk on the line for a grocery store? I'd be like, yo, you want back up? Mm-hmm. Like, you mad close, breathing on the back of my neck. Yes, I remember when, we, when like COVID was like at its peak in New York. Yeah. I guess we went to Lowe's to like get some plants and stuff, and when we were leaving, like there was this woman online, and this man was like ready to fight her for not being six feet from him, and she was like, "I don't know what you want from me. Like I'm literally six feet from the person in front of me. Like maybe you should move back because like I'm six feet from this person. I don't know why you're so, so close." close. Yeah. And he right. was like, "It's supposed to be six feet." Like they were like Them really bitch, having an argument. Up. It was a lot yeah so yeah um i think that was the questions i had for okay you. do you have any more no okay we can move on topics Alrighty then um i mean i only have one that's enough yeah so 
Oh, God, I have been. Oh God, why did why did she say that? That just came out. Azalea Banks says her voodoo is responsible for Nick Cannon's firing from Viacom. You know, girl. Hilarious. I'm gonna read that later. Of course. Um, so Megan the Stallion. Oh God, I forgot. Was doing things. I don't know. I saw on Instagram or whatever she was hanging. I saw it on Shade Room. Let's be clear. I'm not going on anybody's like page. That's fair. She was hanging out with Tory Lanez and Kylie Jenner. Right. Strange. Which is so odd. And it was like, I was like, where Jordan at? I'm like, she ain't getting involved in these bitches business. She don't care. And then like, I want to say the next day I read that she got shot in the foot. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? I was so confused as to what's going on. Then the, like the next day it was like, she got shot multiple times. In the feet, and I saw the video, and I saw her walking, and you could see that she was leaving blood marks when her foot came up. Oh, I never saw the video. I saw the video, so you could see like she's walking, and like every time she picks up her foot, she's like in her her feet were like bare feet, and she's like walking. Mm-hmm. You could see like her red foot mark being okay. left, and then I think like they were supposed to get down on the ground because the police were there, and then you see her faint mm-hmm. or pass out. It was weird. Mm. So I know her best friend was with her and Tory Lanez was there. And apparently whatever entanglement they got themselves involved with, she was trying to get out the car. He didn't want her to get out the car. Okay. And then he shot her. That is the way this tale is going. So my major question, like, because I was listening, I was overhearing, oh boy, listen to the Joe Button podcast because like that was it on it? A regular pastime (sighs) Um, of mine. She she says it every week how annoyed she is. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's like so okay. So yesterday, this is another sidebar. Yesterday, I was listening to the podcast or whatever, and so (laughs) Joseph was like. I mean, as a Virgo, and I was like, "Ooh, I, I hate, I hate, I y'all hate are one of y'all are one in the same that he's a Virgo. Like it I makes know. my skin crawl." And then old boy was like, "You guys have a lot in common, if you ask me." And I was like, "Don't do that. Don't do, do you? Don't do that. Do I? Because I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Like the way that I talk about him. my like disdain for that man is the exact way that I'm not. Like I would never talk to somebody the way that Joseph talks to anybody. He's like he's honestly the worst. It's very like." Gaslighty. It's very like, are you upset? Such are a you narcissist. Mad? Why are you mad? Did he, I upset you? Yeah, because yeah. I'm just trying to have a conversation. He lo- with you. He's just trying to get under people's skin. Yeah, and he, he does. And he does. Yeah. So uh, listening to that podcast, he basically was saying that like they're together, right? And I was like, wait, are they together? And oh boy, was like, I mean, that's what they're saying here. I'm just listening. And I was like interesting so that was my one i mean megan seems the type where she's not really committing to anybody whether or but not tory lanes i mean she looks like she's, she's easily a foot taller than him i think it's more well she's well she's 511 he's 54 53 he's my height well he's a little shorter than me he's, he's 53 five, three. yeah 120 pounds. 120 pounds and megan looked like she's what like a cool 170 180 like yeah fat, like amazingly built but mm-hmm. like she's like whatever I think, yeah yes so, I mean, whatever. Let me not judge. Like, she bigger than him. Whatever. But apparently, from the sounds of it, they got into whatever argument. She's trying to get out the car. He ends up shooting her. And apparently, this is not the first time he's been abusive to a woman. But I'm going to Oh, I don't not, like, doubt that. Not shut on his Napoleon complex with women. Oof. And Whoa. anyways. Uh, da, 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 da. 
I think like 50 Cent tried to make some like meme joke thing about it. Why not? Because that's its fucking life. Because like if there's one person I wish would just like disappear. This for me used to be Tyrese. It's very much 50 Cent. I just <sighs> would like to hear nothing from him ever, ever, ever again. <sighs> and I don't know. Like people got really, really upset. Like your man's had to make his like Twitter private. I think he had to like delete the post. And you know, that's not 50 Cent's like way. Uh. Like niggas is real upset. Uh. So then apparently Megan put out a post. This was, when did she put this out? Two days ago. She said, black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things and to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about. But this is my real life and I'm real. This is my real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. So, Apparently first, apparently she tried to cover him, cover for him, and first said that she cut her foot on glass. Did she? Yes. And that's why it took like a day or two for the investigation to open, because she was like, "I didn't actually cut my foot on glass. You can see I clearly was shot." But why would she try to cover for him if she went to the hospital to get the gunshots removed or whatever? Well, that's what niggas are saying, right? And so okay. she's saying like. Uh, not what she's saying, but what I'm insinuating is her saying, like, as a black woman, she didn't want to get this nigga in trouble. But then she realized that, bitch, you're fucking bugging. If somebody shoot me, I don't give a fuck what race you are, who the fuck you are, if we fucking, like, me. you going, like, I'm pressing charges against you. Yes. You sound big bugging. And, like, Tori would not be in jail without a fucking purpose. Like, uh. it didn't accidentally discharge. Like, nothing like that happened. You were bugging, and her friend was in the car with her when uh. this happened. And, you know, I'm with her. And, like, people fail to remember, like, Megan's young. Like, she's, what, 24, 25? Mm -hmm. And her mother just died of cancer, like, no more than two years ago. Mm -hmm. And her grandmother before that. Like, sis don't have family. Mm -hmm. It's just her. That's an incredibly traumatizing and isolating and terrifying experience to be in. I'm sure it's even more so because of everything that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I really feel for her. And the one thing that people... And then somebody else was on Twitter that were like, Y'all, some of y'all bitches not ready for the conversation. If y'all want to be hot girls and shit, hot girl lifestyle happens. There what? is no, I swear to God, I'm not making that shit up. There is no What excuse. does being a hot girl have to do with being a shot girl? Right. They were like, oh, it's just, you know, we don't feel bad with gangbangers get shot. She's not a gangbanger. She never, She's never it. like she just says she fucks who she wants. That gives people the right to shoot her. I just, it's not surprising to me. I hope she recovers well. And some of y'all on Twitter just be showing why, like, some bitches will never find no niggas because some of y'all just real trash in your spirit. I don't understand. I don't care what that bitch said to him. You don't pull out your gun and shoot nobody. Unless that nigga pull out a gun and shot you first. I don't understand why your response would be to pull out a gun and shoot somebody. This is a lot. That's okay. it. Yeah, I didn't know all of that. So thank you for doing your researches. I tried. Because... So, like, what's the verdict on Tory Lanez? How do we feel? I think that nigga should be in prison. I think that you don't, like, what even is that? That's assault. You were mm -hmm. fucking bugging. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. take your ass to prison. I don't care if I do like that song that you want. Mm, we ain't just talking about that shit. Okay. That was that. I do want to talk about this post that I, f like, I saved many weeks ago. It's called The 10 Common Mental Health Struggles for Children of Immigrants. Oh, God. Perhaps, maybe not. You seem like you don't want to go down no, this road. No, go down uh, it. I just wasn't in the mood to, like, I literally face just want my issues today. <laughs> we don't have to. We can no, save no, no, it. No, go for it. Go we for can it. save it. I won't be in the mood next week. Maybe. So <laughs> I'll just do it. Um, maybe, do, do you want to speak on maybe your own? 
What? Oh. Or do you want me to read these? I don't know which one would be. Which one do you prefer? I mean, you can read them and I'll see which ones I identify with. Okay, so one, you are judged, same for not making decisions that align with or maintain values and norms that belong to a country you never lived in. Yep. Okay. Um, You may have been told that family is everything and taught that love is unconditional even if it hurts yep. you. Okay. Social perception was always prioritizing your family and community. Yep. American was thrown at you like a bad word yep. growing up. You were and are constantly compared to your peers. Yep. You watched your parents chase security and safety in this country. Yep. You're praised when you act in ways that uphold cultural norms yep. and expectations. When you do something your parents don't understand or initially support, you're often incessantly questioned and have to prove yourself. Yeah. Your parents may have used their morality as a way to guilt you if you disobey them. Um, they don't do that one as much. Your parents navigated a new life, country, and culture without any guidance. So asking for help may not be normalizing your family. That's and if true. you do ask for help, you may feel like you're failing your parents. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of the things I read have like so blah blah blah. Um, I didn't read the so's mm-hmm. for them until the last one because it's kind of like very vague. Um yeah, so I read this and I was like, this is interesting. Number one, like, my mother's not an immigrant. Like, and I also just consider Puerto Rico to, like, not be, a, like... Uh, like a foreign place? Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, that people do come here from Puerto Rico, but I also just feel like... And this is not how I feel. This is just, like, the general thing. It's just like, well, it's part of the United States. Like, it's not really a it's thing. It's like an asterisk right? next yeah, to it, right? Yeah, right. Because, like... Like granted, Thomas. It, yeah, granted, it's part of the United States, but also, like... Them niggas ain't got no fucking rights. Like, they right. can't do shit. Can't so, vote. Yeah, like, they're not really... They're just here. Yeah. They're just... Um, they came to have a good time. Right. But are they? No. Um, I mean, none of them got them stimulus checks. Yeah. And also, like, so many people right now are going to Puerto Rico on vacation, and, like, it's not helping at all. No. Like, there are many... Um, people who are advocating for people to stop going on vacation to Puerto Rico, that they're dealing with the law right now. And I completely support that. So I guess like, I wanted you to speak on this, I guess like your experience with it. And like, yes, you agree with like, I'm going to say a smooth nine out of 10 of those things. So kind of like how you navigate that space, because I feel like on the one hand, you are doing something that's very like financially stable. You have a job, you have a savings account, you're doing the right things, but you're also like pursuing, a podcast which isn't necessarily like the straight and narrow path yeah um i don't know how your mother feels about the podcast you know my mom is relatively liberal as far as west indian people go because like she had kids out of wedlock Mm -hmm. and my brother and i were definitely called bastards at one point in our life Mm -hmm. definitely until like my parents got married um so she's pretty fine with it my dad doesn't know i have one but we don't like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, West Indian fathers are different. Like, you don't have deep, dark conversations with them. I don't really know nothing about that nigga. Like, it just is what it is. And I th- I would be surprised if any of my siblings felt differently. Um, I also think, like, yes, your father's, like, West Indian or whatever. But also, like, your father's a specific kind of person. So it's very, added to that. Yes. Yeah. It, it's weird. But, but the thing is, like, the things that are added to it they're considered normal by West Indian. Like, it might be considered, like, oh, your dad's a little extra in West Indian culture, but because I'm American, it's considered, like, that nigga's completely off. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's hard because, like, you grew up in a... You grew up in two separate cultures. 
And you can see because of your second culture, which I consider my American culture, that some things that I grew up with that are considered normal by the West Indian standards are just not okay. They're not okay from a mental health perspective. I remember when we did that, like, what's your relationship type thing? I think I like dysfunctional. Like you Mm -hmm, had normal mm -hmm, and I had dysfunctional. mm -hmm. And I actually had Courtney do the same test and she Mm -hmm. got the same the same exact answer as me. And it's rooted in the culture. The fact that like you fear your parents, but they're also the ones who like provide for you on a certain level. Mm -hmm. And like that whole, like they made, they throw American at you when you do something and they don't understand it, but it's treated like a dirty word. Like my family goes out of the way to call me Antiguan. And I'm like, you know, I'm like American too. They're like, but like, not really. Mm -hmm. But like, but I am. Like, yeah. This is where I was raised. It's And I, it's hard because you don't know, like, how to balance both sides of you because you want to respect both. Like, I'm very, like, pro-LGBTQ. My family, of course, is not. My brother even isn't. And he was, you know, he's born here. But he's mm-hmm. very much like a West Indian man. And I get my, like, I've gotten an argument with my family. You'll feel different when it's your kid. Don't you ever come out as gay. Like, it's just aggressive. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really hard to kind of balance being a child of immigrants because mm-hmm. you're but also being the child of like a liberal immigrant a liberal because she isn't like her whole family you your whole family yeah. isn't the way that your mother is yeah but the thing is the thing about the liberal immigrant parent too is that they'll surprise you with the things that they are yeah. very conservative on yes. like my mom has gay and lesbian friends mm-hmm. she would not be okay if i yes ever, yeah. you know what i'm trying to say like i remember once i was talking about something i can't remember like somebody who i know like they came out as like more fluid or bisexual when they were older, like in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. And my mother was like, I was like, sexuality is a spectrum. It just is what it is. She wants kids. I, that sexuality is a spectrum thing is bullshit. I was like, I'm not going to argue about this with you. Like, yeah. I just don't want to. So you get very comfortable with censoring yourself. Yeah. In your household. And then it gives you very unhealthy, like relationship dynamics. And like, you can't connect with people because West Indian culture is never about connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, like, you know, people talk about love and how their parents fell in love and stuff like that. I asked my parents that they're like, my mother was like, we ain't fall in love. Like we wanted a house. Like it's all about the practicality. And that's what you get when you come from a third world country. Like people think about what they have to provide for themselves and they don't think about like deep feelings and emotions. So I struggle with that to this day. And, it is mm-hmm. what it is, but mm-hmm. well, like the feelings that like you're like that you kind of would develop with like a partner, or that you'd expect to develop with a partner, is like the feelings your mother has towards you and like Al. Like she yes. loves you immensely and she's deeply. An am- like there's nothing. I lucked out. Yeah, I yeah. lucked out with an amazing mother. She is one of those people who's like she's pro therapy. Like and that is not something that West Indian people do. Yeah, and she you know always about getting the help that you need. And so I lucked out with her, but, like, I still have a lot of other people who influence my life. And, like, you know, growing in the summers, I went home for three months to Antigua. And, like, I grew up with people who weren't my mother Mm -hmm. and, like, who who do have very strict views on what life should be and religion and, and, you Mm -hmm. know, relationships and all those type of things. And, like, it's complicated. I struggle. I have a lot of internal struggles with it. It, It's very difficult, I want to say, day in and day out to figure out you know, which side of me is more important. So, yeah, I definitely think children of immigrants have a really, really difficult time fitting in because, I don't know, it's just weird. It's very odd. You never feel 100% either one of the cultures. Mm-hmm. 
tough times. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I just wanted to get your opinion on that thing because yeah. I was like, this is something that's interesting um, that I want to know more about, like yeah. from your perspective. That was really all I had. Loved it. Okay. Can I just say, what's your can I just say? Can I just say, if anybody has tips on how to make it through this summer with a face mask on, please let us know. Oh. Are you dying. Um, interested in the face shields that are out there? Something about them, I don't love the way that they look. That's I, fair. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's, they don't seem full coverage They to don't. Me. Like, things get mm-hmm. under them. I don't know. Something about it looks kind of odd to me. Like, I respect it. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself wearing one. Okay. Um... Can I just say, hmm. Can I just say COVID is like real, right? It's still mm, a thing. Please. And like, please uh, think about the importance of wearing a mask, right? I think like people seem to think that since they're wearing the mask for themselves, this is their thought process. I'm wearing the mask to protect myself. I don't need to protect myself because, like, the numbers are going down. I'm not going to wear one. And a mask is not only about protecting yourself. It's about protecting other people, too. And I, think about that. Yeah. Think about why you're wearing the mask. It's, if, if you are simply only... If your only reason for wearing this mask is to protect yourself and you see no reason to protect yourself, then you don't really understand what the masks are for. And so educate yourself... And understand that you're yeah. not only protecting yourself, you're protecting other people who are also protecting other people who are also protecting other people. It costs it's, you it's nothing. A, it's a chain effect. It costs so, you nothing to wear the mask. Just wear the mask. And it's that or a ventilator. Yeah. And death, because the ventilator doesn't work. Okay. So, yeah. That's it. Yep. 